I'd like to propose a new segment and start oh off this boy. show with this new segment. Oh boy. What's going to happen and, uh, here? We've already a little discussed this off mic, but I'd like to really use this time to officially Chris Chris Kristen? How do you guys how do the Catholics Christen. Christen. We say Christen. Christen the segment. Okay. That's okay. that's what I would like to say. So I would like to start this new segment uh, called a good new football player name watch. That's what I'm going to call oh it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, where we talk about the latest and greatest in people's names that play the sport of American can, football. Can I actually expand upon it? I okay, think it could just, I, I don't. I think there are multiple categories of name, and I think we can do any name as long as we acknowledge the category. For example, I was thinking today about – Today I had to come up with the name of an astronaut. Like a, I was trying to make up the name of a fictional astronaut. Okay. Like yesterday, actually. And I want to, I want to, want you guys to guess what I came up with. By, by which I basically mean come up with a fake astronaut name. Although I guess you can kind of put my twist on it that you would imagine I would do. Hmm. I, I'm really, I'm going to tell you at the end of this the real name I did, and obviously it wasn't supposed to sound accurate. It was supposed to be funny. Anthony McRide. That's fucking good. All right. McRide is... I like McRide. Isn't McRide, like, a very good astronaut name? Pretty good. Yeah. Um, let me think here. That's actually weirdly... The la- McRide is in the same vein as what I went for, kind of. Astronaut. Where are they going? Like, what decade of astronaut are they? Oh, I think oh, they I, was, I was basing this off of... The context was I was I was saying, uh, so, like, so someone's talking about how the moon is boring, and it's so it's kind of not that interesting to go to the moon. And I said, well, especially because now we did go to the moon, so we know the moon is boring because there's like ten guys named X who could tell you. So I'm talking about right. like that era. I'm 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 talking. So so we're talking we're talking Apollo, Gemini, yeah, that yeah, 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 kind of yeah. area. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm trying. I'm, the last name is where I'm thinking. I got my first name in my head. I gotta think of the second name. Oh, uh, that was the opposite problem I had. I'm still not that happy with this first name. I think. I think. I think. I think Rex Krieger is an astronaut. Ooh, ooh very Rex, good. Rex is is a better first name. Rex is, Rex is a great what I was first looking name for. for. Can I per, can mm-hmm. I give you what I did? Okay. Termite Saint James. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, football player name. Yeah, please. The football player name I think is better than this because it's not made up. Please do this. Let's go for it. Let's let's uh, hear this. Yeah. So we got this brand. (laughs) I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but I have to say it. Uh, We got this brand spanking new kid come in. (laughs) Oh yeah. To college. He looks like uh, someone drew John Krasinski as like the chat. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, His name is (laughs) his name is really General Booty. I just want to let that marinate for a second. (laughs) I mean that is Sorry. just Okay, how is how is booty spelled? Oh, exactly like it should be. Oh good. B double O T Y General Booty. He is General Booty. He has he's a three star recruit. Uh his Twitter handle is General Booty Ten. Um, I feel like well, you know, I I guess General Booty would be a pretty pretty popular Twitter name. 
So, like, I mean, really, the problem is with General Booty is he has really upped the game. Like, yeah, beforehand, think- there were a few contenders that for the for the all-time football name Hall of Fame. But I feel like he is first ballot by far right now. Unanimous yeah. first ballot member. I just want to say, like, and it's changed the game in a whole new way. Because, like, if you wanted me to tell you, like, a good football name, like, I feel like we've discussed Clinton Dix. Yeah. Yeah. Like, haha, Clinton Dix. I feel like even before that, like, Eli Manning, not even just as, as like, a dynasty member, but it still sounds like a football last name. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like, yeah. Like, General Booty sounds like a Key and Peele sketch name from their football yes, sketch. Yes, it does. It does. And that's yeah. what, that's the point we've gotten to. Where, like, you know, Hingle McCringleberry was funny. But you, but it was funny because it was like you know satire, and you were like, "Well, no one would have that name." But now we have General Booty, and that has really we changed the football it's name. Changed for the, the Trump meta era where it breaks satire. It's changed the oh, meta for sure. Man. Oh I man, th- it's so. I just, I'm just thinking like the the other name generator I think of is like baseball names. You know, I was like about we talk to do about this because every we, we talk about name. the NES baseball names, but but like, how do you get better than Daryl Strawberry? You is know? that a real? That is a real one. No, that is a real one. Yeah. 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 There's, I, but I've also like, I feel like the there's like Chipper era. Jones. Like, you, oh. yes, <laughs> Chipper is a good example of what I was going for, which is every baseball player up until like, like maybe our parents' time was named like, na- was was named like dirty socks and shoes. Uh, <laughs> and then any last name like their first Charleston Chew like, like, no, no. yeah we're all like Bobby kicking up dirt uh, no uh, I'm gonna blow y'all's mind right now are you ready right. for this this is a real me. person in the MOB and his name are you ready for this because you might want to be I'm sitting ready. down if you're not sitting down uh, oh, his well, name down. his name legit not a nickname not shortened his name is Coco Crisp no no <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. What team? What team? Is he really? What plays team? for the Athletics. He plays for the Athletics, or he did. I can't remember if he's retired. God, now. Coco Chris. Let's also, uh, you know, we also can't forget Johnny Dickshot, um, <laughs> whose nickname was Ugly. So his nickname was Ugly Dickshot. Ugly Dickshot. No. Okay. Jesus yeah, I, Christ. I'm like making up all these names, and you come here with a dude who goes by Ugly Dickshot. Like these are the real names. <laughs> Goose Gassage? That was a real person. God, man. What about, what about, what about, okay. No. If it's breaking Chris, which makes me think he needs to send the name to me and have me read it. So, so, okay, no, so I got it. 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 There was also <clears throat> Cannonball Titcomb. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, this is maybe my favorite just because it's so benign, but still funny. Uh, there was a baseball player in eighteen in 1911 called 10 Million. That was his real name, 10 Million. 10 Million. You got to respect it. This is Them's the Facts, a podcast <laughs> about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. And I'm Tim Spoonie Barger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Chris. I'm Chris. Chris. I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm trying to move my mouth away from the microphone as much <laughs> as possible, but you might still have a hell of an edit from that intro. 
Oh man. <laughs> Should we do some facts? Oh uh, yeah, I was just gonna say the the one NFL name I forgot about. Everybody remembers Clinton Dix, but everybody does mm-hmm. forget Dick Butkus. That was Dick pretty... Butkus. Oh man. Okay. That is <sighs> and and, <sighs> and there's also the one that does sound like one of the first uh names they used. There were two that they that are real that sound like they came out of the um Key and Peel sketch because of how like funny they are, which are right. Debrickashaw Ferguson. That one I remember. That guy yeah. started playing, I think, like when I was in high school. And Barcavius Mingo. Mingo Barcavius. is really what, what does me in because of it just it doesn't sound like any last name or particular word. It just sounds like a made up funny it's, word. It sounds like a shortening of Domingo. It's like Or that. I mean yeah. that that's actually a plausible, like more plausible explanation than anything I can yeah. think of. And one of my favorites this is person is like uh it's like Dingo, like the dog, you know. Yeah. They're that's how mm. they're so good at football is the the powerful genes of the One of my favorites has always been Juju Smith Schuster. It it's feels so good coming off the tongue, even though he's a Juju Smith piece No, of Juju Smith Schuster is like it's to football names as Fernando Tatis Jr. is to Absolutely. Baseball names, Interesting. You know? Okay. In that it's like the platonic ideal. It's not fun it's it's kind of funny, but like not really. It just is like it's got so much like, internal rhyme. Plays... Yeah, God, exactly. This this okay. is too rich a vein. I think I just have to. I'm first, right? Like I think I just have to go into the facts so we we can stop ourselves from mining this this rich yeah, vein you are and first. Then get shot by the Minecraft skeleton at the bottom. Just don't forget that one of the best baseball players in the world is uh, Jake Trout or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. Trout. Oh, Trout. Um. Okay. I am first though, right? Yeah. Let's do All this right. for real. Okay. Um. In the 19th century, uh, somebody tried and, like, not succeeded, but was a serious contender for, for succeeding in doing this, tried to pitch to the uh, UK, or I guess, you know, the, whatever, the British government, a weather-predicting device that worked by putting 12 leeches in glass jars, and then uh, if a storm was coming, they tried to jump out, which hits a hammer which hits a bell and the more bells you hear the it, it's gonna storm so but are this they Rube a... Goldberg machine basically leech based barometer fiction. of sorts yes hmm. are they this was a... shown at like one of the early sort of world's fair type events in her majesty's royal exhibition yeah the crystal palace the great the great exhibition yeah genuinely Genuinely, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this, at the Crystal this was Palace. Shown there. <laughs> yeah, at the Crystal Palace, which is the name of a Russian restaurant in my hometown. My friend had his bar mitzvah. <laughs> that just reminds me of when I was in St. Louis, and they do not let you forget that they had a World's Fair like a hundred years ago. To be fair, that's Atlanta with the Olympics. But yeah, but that was a ten, well, a twenty-five years ago. God, it was 25 plus, years ago. Plus, yeah. plus, that's just like one little area of the city where they talk about it. You don't see it everywhere. Like, there's like, there's like an entire wing of the one museum in St. Louis that's just like, by the way, a hundred years ago we had this World's Fair where people showed a bunch of stuff that's not even cool. It's not St. even St. cool Louis anymore because like, half of it was like, <laughs> <laughs> half of them were like, uh, <laughs> like tonics to make your, your wife less angry at you that like had cocaine in them and half of them and half also, of them were just like the the model t like i also think it was not actually like allowed to be called a world fair 
It was actually called the Louisiana Purchase Exposition because it was on the 100-year anniversary of that. Mm. Anyway, I don't see anything cool that happened in it. So, scientific contributions. It says that they had a wireless telephone there. I guess that's fine. How would they, they had an early fax machine? If you maybe a, if you know what a fax machine is, if you don't, I can explain it. Honestly, to you. you your fact that you did on one of our episodes about um the like I forget what they called like the teleharmonium or whatever that oh, like yeah. permanently changed my threshold for like shit I could believe people would like bother to do back then. Oh, absolutely. Like that and having any kind of like functioning like powers like electricity based power system as quickly as people set one up like shit like that i'm like i just would have been like i'm not gonna bother well once we figure out how to do this an easier way like then then we'll bother okay so leach barometer leach barometer so like are they it in does water feel like something in a jar? one of those yeah are they in water that's a good question oh are they in water do leach can i look up do leeches have to be wet yeah because i don't actually know that or the in the context of your question to this or wet. leeches or anything i don't know uh leeches are aquatic creatures okay so ostensibly well, says, yes or they would all be dead oh it says oh. they can live in moist soil wait what is moist soil like what do you mean they can live in moist soil like it, it says they can be they can be found in oceans or in moist soil on land i think they just need I'm, some water i fear this because i could be digging and find a leech at any time Okay, this you says could. this says leeches live in the water, but often survive dry periods of water by burrowing far into mud. So they're probably some. Then marsh, it says some leeches even live in moist environments on land, such as marshes. I sometimes I think about like the fact that every, you know everybody knows how the thing about how they used to use leeches as like uh, you know a, a medicinal thing, but I just think about how like unpleasant that must have been, where the, where like. You go and they're like, all right, we're gonna have to do the leeches, and you're like, does that really work? Do we? Is this necessary? Like, I <laughs> hmm. leeches I are one know. of those things that like I obviously know what they are, and I hear about them all the time. Right. And I it's realized like more until of a concept. now, I really didn't know what they looked like, and now I'm looking at them, and I don't they look like, like it. Worms. I don't like it. They look like worms. They look like worse worms. Uh, worse worms. Then I just see a YouTube video recommendation that says scorpion sees leech for the first time. Leech versus scorpion. Uh, I don't Jesus. know what that is. Let's let's maybe not. That sounds terrible. If you watch that, you'll be radicalized in thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the beginning of the rabbit hole to QAnon. That's the first. Exactly. Yeah, that's the first video that leads down the line to like moon landing conspiracies and like reptilian shit. So let me think about this. Like, so do do leeches get really? Hmm. The reason I wonder about it is, it, is like, don't they like the shallow parts of water more? So that makes me think they don't like turbulence. Yeah. So that kind of gets me there. Because they don't, like, live in the middle of the lake. No, they typically huh. live in, like, a like, shallow area or, like, in a creek or something like where that. Where it's, like, like, cooled up a little bit and they just kind of... Exactly. Mm. And they can just hop onto something. What do leeches do when there's not people? Do they eat fish stuff? Eat fish blood? Is that what they do? Otherwise? Probably. Or or whatever like animal they can mm-hmm. get to. Yeah, I wonder actually. Uh, oh. hmm. I don't like the hmm. fact that leeches are very closely related to the earthworm. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't it does. like it. All, all worms is family. <laughs> all worms is family. 
<laughs> There's only one. There is all. The all worms are the same worm, including us. Did I tell you recently at my house I did the like the I don't know the worm equivalent of the like let the uh let the doves go let the body hit like, the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I bought a bunch of worms to like help. Uh, there's like a part of my yard that doesn't do great. Do and so you need to fertilize that yard, so you put some worms there. Yeah, so I bought a lot of worms and then just kind of like spread them out. I was like, "Be free, little ones." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even like dig them a little hole to like go into, or you, did you just drop them I on think top that's of the their ground? Job. So I did what I was supposed to do, from what I did read, like which is it? I put a lot of yeah, I like musty it, musty it, it up, and then I put a lot of like mm-hmm. dead leaves on top of it, and then just put yeah. the worms there, and I let them figure it out. They know better than that's me true. how to build. Yeah. The worms. I think it's a fair deal because the worms can't drive to the whatever I don't know what store the Home Depot and buy all the worms. Right. Uh, like like you where, can. Where did you get your worms? By the way, that's I'm what? curious about. That. I, went to a bait, I went to a bait shop. Uh, bait shop. That I figured that was going to be my next. Yeah. Place. See the. Where's the closest bait shop to you? I don't remember where it was. Now I looked up bait shop and I went and then I forgot where it was. <laughs> Afterwards. Yep. I remember because I have no reason buying... to ever go back. I remember buying worms from a bait shop the night before my science fair project was. I due. know you can buy worms at Lowe's. God, you should, you should be able to buy worms at every store. Like, uh, <laughs> yes, like, worms that's should just GameStop be available. Like Coca-Cola. That's how GameStop gets back in business. Uh, they should worms sell stop. worms. Worms stop. Oh, here's what I was gonna say, which is that I know you can get worms at Lowe's, and I know you can get worms in the tire section of any Walmart. You gotta be fucking kidding me. No, I just know that because, or at least every tire section of every Walmart I've ever been to had also had worms. Isn't that just because the tire section's next to the fishing section? Probably, but it's still a f- true statement that I've made. <laughs> so you can't fault me on it. The- I can't fault you on it. This sounds like something that a Victorian pseudoscientist would have done. Yeah. Like someone who wanted to be a scientist, but but really didn't study science and was trying to be an inventor. And they were like, through this contraption that I've devised, I will be able to tell the weather at Her Majesty's Diamond Jubilee. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, like, whenever people are like, man, when I was a kid, I, I, I just thought that you could be an inventor and you would just sit in a room just inventing. It's like... And the thing is, that's true for the 19th century. Yeah, these people really, like, <laughs> thought they were doing that shit. Hmm. Like, I could see it. I, I could see someone having done this. I could see this being like a, a B-plot in a Sherlock Holmes not uh, short story, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Where he figures out that he's like, uh, you know, the fact that there's exactly 12 leeches, he uses it to solve a crime because of like how many leeches, there's exactly like X number of leeches missing. And there's, and he knows that the leeches could have only come from this body of water at this time. Yeah, and there's a plot twist at the end where one of them is, one of the leeches is actually... Not one of the original ones. It's been replaced. It's from the wrong body of water. So there's eight remaining. It's an, import, it's an imported leech, much yeah. deadlier than the other it's ones. It's a Canadian and that's the leech. <laughs> which it tries to suck the cheese curd out of your blood. And it never finds it, so it just keeps going. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? I'll go... I'll go true. Why not? I think this is certainly plausible, so I'm going to go true. All right. Yep. <laughs> yes. Nice. It's, I'm just Ooh. gonna read. <laughs> just gonna read straight from the Wikipedia article for a moment. <laughs> the Tempest Prognosticator, also known as the Leech Barometer, is a 19th Man. century invention by George Merriweather in which leeches are used in a barometer. 
The 12 leeches are kept in small bottles on the device. When they become agitated by an approaching storm, they attempt to climb out of the bottles and trigger a small hammer, which strikes oh, a bell. so it's the, the pressure. And I want... Uh, he was inspired by two lines from Edward Jenner's poem, Signs of Rain. The leech disturbed is newly risen, quite to the summit of his prison. So this guy just read a, uh, a poem where leeches sort of were implied to move vertically. And he was like, I can fucking predict the weather. If only I could get them to do this on command. <laughs> and he gave a nearly three-hour essay to members of the Philosophical Society entitled... Essay explanatory of the Tempest Prognosticator in the building of the Great Exhibition for the Works of Industry of All Nations. Mm. Yeah. Um, and people have built replicas of this. So on the Wikipedia article, you can see pictures of this thing. And this looks like a, it looks like a carousel, honestly, is what it fucking looks like. Uh, but for leeches. A carousel little, of leeches. Yeah. Which, you know what? They can rot. You know, there's, they always, the quote from Zoolander, what is this thing for ants? Well, sort of logarithmic scale speaking, what's between an ant and a person? Man, leech somewhere. Arguably, ants are between leeches and people yeah. because they have like more, because le ants is in, insects, leeches is worms. In, in aggregate biomass? I mean, like one ant. I don't think. Okay, in ant. aggregate biomass. Sure. I was thinking more in like terms of bodily structure. Oh, uh,. In complexity, yeah, probably. I feel anyway, like a, a carousel, a carousel for leeches is gonna be a great title for the next Cannibal Corpse album. I was thinking it's a really like a interesting. It's a really interesting. Yeah, it's a concept album where they take samples from the Carousel of Progress, but but they mm. re they redo it where it's obvious that the family in the Carousel of Progress is way too capitalist, and they're leeching off of the rest of society. Interesting. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Exactly. And then they start genting all over the place. Except exactly. it's Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse doesn't gent, but that's a whole different discussion. But they could, if they mm -hmm. wanted to. They could. They Whose don't. turn is it? But is they it don't me? Want to. Let's, be, let's be honest. They don't want to. They don't want no, to. No, they would have done it by now. They've been a band for like 30 years. <laughs> all right, I could do my fact now. There we go. My fact is this. Um, we all know the phrase, the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. Right? We right. all know that. So what I'm positing is that when sliced bread was invented, its slogan was, the greatest forward step in baking since bread was wrapped. I don't... Mm. Wait. So I fact. know around when sliced bread was a thing, which is 1927. Yeah, and the weird thing, I knew that part, and the thing that always weirded me out about it was I was like, that's not the hard part. Slicing, it's not the fucking hard part. Yeah. Why, why did it take so long for people to sell pre-sliced bread? But I think bread was wrapped. Because I don't, well, so to be clear about bread slicing, right, the, the problem with selling it pre-sliced was it was never even, which people didn't like. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until like there was a, Pre, there was like a bread automatic bread slicer. Oh, where it was super consistent how thick the like. And just to slightly correct John, but help set him on the right path, it was 1928. Okay. Was okay. when the first place sold pre cut bread. Okay. Mm. 28. And I'm telling you that the advertisements for, for bread pre sliced well, was this is the greatest forward step in baking since bread was wrapped. I guess it could have been wrapped in a paper bag because it wasn't plastics. Yeah, it wasn't plastics, but it, yeah, paper, even like 
off mm-hmm. for all you yeah. do. Like, hmm. I. That does have the cadence of an advertisement from that era. That's what's getting. That's what's really leading me in. Is like it does enough that I feel like. But then it's like, oh well, maybe you know. It's not pithy, but it is explanatory. It's like the greatest step forward. So it's, you know, you know yeah, it's grandiose great, big, in that tomorrow. way. Like every every ad from that time, yeah, was like this is the mankind's greatest thing. Like, mm. let me think here, because now I'm wondering what it would have been wrapped in. Wouldn't it be wax paper? Probably wax paper now. That you it. or parchment paper. Part one of those food safe papers. Yeah, that or it'd be uh, like a, know, it would be paper, like just or even paper. just like brown paper, you know, or like in, um, news newspaper, grease newspaper. paper, E-bar. probably not grease paper. Fingernail mm. clippings, paper mache together, mm. all that good stuff. Yeah, that's my fact. Until they slice bread, that's what they said about slice greatest, bread. The greatest, the greatest thing since the greatest thing since wrapped bread. But what about what about when they wrapped bread? What did they That's say? what I'm thinking. Is what did they? What was the previous? Wrapped bread, the greatest. <laughs> wrapped <laughs> no, bread. No, that was bread. bread. Bread was the greatest. Bed, bread was the greatest. The greatest yeah. thing, the greatest thing since we discovered that yeast can be pulled from the air. <laughs> the greatest bread. thing since, since what, accidental what fermentation. Oh wait, yeah, no, the no, no, no. Thing since mammoth. Thigh. I think I think the root of all things is the greatest thing since fire. Mm. That's, that's my yeah, favorite. Fire that's first. Fire first. My fire primitive. was great. I don't know. I think there was. Do I think does does wheel predate fire? Like no. Is that we, no. no. Probably no. Not. No. Probably not. No. No. no it does Certainly not. Fire not. is like first Cause until you can, cause fire, fire can happen by accident, and then you can observe it. Oh, well, I feel like stone it. tools are before fire potentially. Mm. I'm surprised I, I don't know this. This feels like a, like I don't know, like pretty. Well, I, don't, I don't think anyone knows this. Potentially, like I feel like this is. A I thing don't know. know. I searched Google. When did they make fire? And it said two million years ago. Well, okay. When did they make stone tools? Tools, Google. Okay. When when did tools become a thing? <laughs> two point six million. Okay. Who invented the tool? So so okay so the earliest tools they have James evidence are two point six. Right? Like, the evidence they have for fire is wood ash inside areas where they have found tools. So but oh. then the earliest they've gotten that is two million. Maynard James Keenan. Damn it! I messed yes. up his entire name. What were you looking? His... When did you say that? Were... Maynard James Keenan. Yeah. When? What were you looking for his name for? Well, you 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 asked who invented tool. Oh uh, <laughs> God, no! I guess he did invent tool. I the, I always think about how that guy. I I don't like know this for sure. I just like heard this once that he has been known to play shows turned around because he cringes too hard at his own fans. Oof. Yeah, which I don't know about that. That's an that indictment if I've ever heard one. But. Hmm. So what do you I'm, guys think? What about the greatest thing since the greatest thing since the greatest thing since the greatest thing since fire? Since stick. I don't I don't believe this. I I just it 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 feels too constructed to me. I just That's I just where don't I'm think I'm at, it. actually. It did I don't know. It just feels like 
it has the right cadence, but it feels almost like too right. That's, in a way. Yes, just, yes. I don't know. I, I'm going to actually go with John here. So you're both, false. So you're both saying false? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. This is entirely true. All right. Wow. I, I knew I could get, you know, I could. On July 7th, here. 1928, a bakery in, wait, what is M.O.? What state is that? Missouri. Missouri. Thank you. <laughs> Missouri was the first to sell pre-cut bread using the bread slicing machine. An advertisement. Ooh, is this a picture of it? That'd be great. A picture touted this as the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. However, wow. customers were still wary. Loaves failed to, to fly off the shelves at first because it seemed sloppy. What? Mm-hmm. Sliced bread in the pre-preservative area also went stale faster. More surface area. Oh. Also like this. This is kind of fun. They had a solution back then, which was a U-shaped pin that you would put through the loaf of bread to hold it together all the time. Why do we not still have that? Hmm. Wait, say you it again? You don't want to poke holes in their bread. So, like, imagine a giant staple the length of a bread. And they a would put it through the. Well, that feels like a, that feels like a hazard. And they would put it through That's the bread. What if they? Mm. What if they had to do it with a big stapler, like the size of the scissors they use at ribbon cutting ceremonies? Uh, mm. And they had a big bread stapler. Um, so, you know, it'd just be annoying to have to maintain that. I feel like you get crumbs in there all the time. I think that. Uh, God damn it. I, do you ever start a sentence and trust yourself to be able to think of the end of it by the time you get there? But just anyway, I think we need to go to the greatest thing since the greatest thing since the greatest thing since I, uh, I, I, what's ads? What predates ads? Well, I, I want I was going to read, I wanted to read one more thing to you that were, pertains to this, which is this, uh, <laughs> this 1943 time account they made, uh, or this, this 1943 Times article where they were talking about the fact that, like, by then, sliced bread was so, uh, out, like, so common that when, during the war, they, they, they banned sliced bread, um, because it took a lot of steel to make the slicing machines every year. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. So they banned sliced bread, and they talked about how, when that happened, there were, like, handouts from the bakeries about how to cut bread because people had forgotten how to do it. <laughs> And it reads as follows. <clears throat> keep your head down, keep your eye on the loaf, and do not bear down with the knife. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep your eye on the loaf. I also want to give you one more set of instructions, which was also from, oh, this was from the New York Times. And this were the instructions on how to use sliced bread. <clears throat> Open the wrapper. <laughs> Two, pull out bread pin. Three, remove as many slices as required. I, I require three slices of bread. I mean, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I just love these quotes. The idea I know, of that's, slice, and that's like, the thing. I love these, and you've given me a gift because now we do have an ad transition, which is that we need to keep our eye on the loaf. Oh. So I have been reading a lot of books this year, and I'm always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, 
we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash P-P-N. Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for Good Horses, Bad Plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. All right, so I am taking a risk on this one, and I don't have a backup fact. So oh, no. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this goes okay. All right. Chickens were not originally domesticated for food, and in fact, were domesticated for at least four to 5,000 years before they were primarily kept for food. So... I just want to get straight that you said before this show that I may bust this and I'm a little concerned as to the reason you thought I would bust this is just the fact that I eat a lot of chicken. Well, (laughs) it's it's not just that you eat a lot of chicken. It's that you're very devoted to chicken. I don't know what that means. It's not like it's my favorite animal by any stretch. I just eat a a lot of it. It's a cheap protein. You're not going to eat red meat because turkey is good. That's not true. Turkey can be good. Yeah, prepared but properly. ground turkey is great. I don't know where you're I like ground from, turkey, babe. all right. I don't Some ground eat, turkey like, is better you know, I don't eat others. a turkey every week. I don't cook a turkey. I eat ground turkey. <laughs> It'd be fun, like, though. But, but, but the point like, I'm no trying to make is when you, when you get into something, sometimes you do research on it. I figured maybe you'd researched the chicken. That's such a strange thing you've just said to me. <laughs> Am t- I wrong? You think, like, I eat so much chicken that I just sat down. I was like, you know, like, what? Like, what? What really makes chicken tick, you know? Well, really? here's a thing. Here's a fact that I will give you: chickens uh, are descended from the ground birds that survived the Cretaceous extinction. Shit, that is true. They, they Vel- have a direct link to the dinosaurs. And Velociraptors. It's, it's fun as hell. So I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna back you up by saying, in terms of the notion of, um, I wonder what makes chickens tick. I did talk about once on here about how I, my roommate's cats were really nice to me, so I just googled like what what cats were to like get an idea of what i was dealing with <laughs> cuz it was like i i've seen a cat before but like there's all these different kinds of cat what what is this thing what is the situation listen i just figured maybe you'd hung out on the wikipedia article for chicken like that's it no i just eat it the only the only <laughs> article about chicken i hang out on is the new york times recipe section that's chicken Control I need to send you this chicken, chicken recipe that I made tonight. Actually, it's very good. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, so why did we have them? If not for the, food, does the egg count as food? Like, egg, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you're saying we factor we, into it. I'm trying to figure out. Egg didn't out even factor into it. Okay, that's why I was they trying were to check. Primarily bred for ceremonies and cockfighting, and as pets. Hmm. What country? Uh, they okay. 
So this is this is where it gets a little complicated. Mm. But and I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to give you all the all, all the answers to that because I want you to figure this out on your own. Well, but I think my primar- assumption would be every like all over the place. I, I, I mean, they I think- originally from Asia, but like there's evidence, but they're because of like uh, migration, chickens spread everywhere pretty quickly. They've been all over the place. Well, also dinosaurs were everywhere. So, mm-hmm. vis-a-vis chickens, everywhere. Chickens are originally pets. Chickens are friends, not food. Until well, not necessarily friends. They're more like so, slaves you breed to fight. So I'm going to do that thing I'd always do, which is I'm going to try and figure out the logical path to this being true. So to me, I think where I first land is that those first, so here's what I think I know. Those first birds that came from the dinosaurs, I don't think were very meaty, which makes me think that chickens originally weren't very meaty and thus would be kind of useless. Well, yeah, they have like hormones and they're fed better or whatever. They're bred specifically to have more meat on them, which is Okay, but on the other side of this, how do humans domesticate chickens 6,000 years ago? Up to in anywhere between six thousand and eight thousand years ago, to be clear. So, like, and if then, I was going to come up with a reason that it wasn't food, yeah, like, what? How do you do that and then not start regularly eating them and breeding them for food until four hundred to two hundred BC? I think. Hmm. I mean, we didn't do that with dogs. Well, it depends yeah, on that's the culture. The thing. I like guess it's, in most places, dog has really never been there. And cat, yeah. Well, in some so, places it has. I in mean, some places it has, but you're like, oh, but, well, but, after okay, enough okay, time, but, it's but, inevitable. I could go I a couple but, ways, but cat, which is like... If you cat had, and dog are hunt, hunting and food and, and pest control. Sure. Chicken That's just true. fight. Well, Chicken just fight. So I was going to say, I could see two reasons for it. One would be if you just got a really, you know, a really good-looking cock, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that is a, a showpiece. That's a conversation sure. starter for the emperor or king... Like, look how good the king's cock is, right? Like, that's a conversation starter. Now, second, I know that was hard for you, wasn't it, John? Now, now here's the second one, which I thought of just now because I was thinking about all the period pieces that I really like. And there's that one part in the favorite where they do, like, the duck racy thing. And I'm thinking, like, what if they did that with chickens? But, like, what if, what if, now, hear me out, what if, back in the day, like, the most entertaining thing you could put on was a chicken fight? I'm serious. I'm, that's not me saying it was a good thing. That's me saying, like, I could see that however many thousand years You're ago. You're saying being the like world was, do. has been boring enough that chicken fighting was the most interesting available thing. It's the intersection of boring and callous disrespect for any animal's well-being the mm. intersection of that is cockfighting interesting right? so but i'm leaning more towards the the ceremonial and the maybe maybe they were like sacred maybe that too i figured that that whole animal fighting tendency that people have started after they realized that even though they enjoyed fighting it was just a little too much you know you can't just be fighting all the time they were like what if instead of us fighting man i just this is just like an impenetrable fact for me i'm just like yup chickens like i i, I don't know where <laughs> i want to take this in my head 
Because what? So did we establish what else they would have been for, or have we just assumed the cockfighting? I think thing? we've just assumed that. And and ceremonial purposes. I mean, have you ever seen how like how good you know these cocks can look? look what if I'm they gonna, were? A, I'm gonna go to incognito mode. No, incognito. Yeah. Okay, uh, I was about to literally search good looking cock, but that was not going to give you a chicken. It wasn't going to give you a chicken. I have seen uh, some very pretty cocks in my life. Good? Yeah. Okay. But you're not going to. You <laughs> literally. Lots like, of plumage. It's not that that like, would give you a mix of chickens and genitals. Like, it would be all genitals if you Googled that. All right, I'm going to look up good looking rooster. One of the first results is apparently a, a brand called Good Looking Rooster. So that doesn't help me <laughs> very much. <laughs> what do they sell? Uh, well, okay, let's find out. Go open like a new tab. Um, Sounds like an Etsy store, maybe. Goodlookingrooster.com.au. Uh, it's taking a long time to load. Oh, it's Australia. Yeah, yeah. The pages to go. Well, yeah, it's got to get all Australia. the way from. Yeah. Uh, okay. It is a, it is a, restaurant in Australia. Hmm. Mm. They're keeping it fresh for Brisbane. Oh, okay. Brisbane. Yeah, like pretty, pretty. Oh, it's urban. a store. Oh, there's a bunch Far of. Off. Do they have roux? I don't know. Oh, they don't. Uh, yeah, they got a bunch. Looks like there's a bunch of them. Oh, it's a chain. It's an Australian so. chain. Right. I, you know what? I am. I'm gonna go yes on this fact out of just like pure like I got nothing. I feel like this. You never know, and I think they could have been alarm clocks. That's what I think. Like you mm. think like uh, okay. I mean, you, you, this is where I'm coming from. Like, look at this picture, and tell me. The king would not have one of these for show. I don't know why it's... There we go. See? Like, tell me that's not a real nice show rooster. That's today's picture that you should tweet without context, especially because of the corner where it says a healthy life for me. <laughs> I, you know, I can tweet too without context. I've already tweeted a, a bread ad. Let's just go ahead and do oh, that one too. You can do the chicken now. Yeah. Like, have you ever you ever seen in person any of these roosters with this kind of plumage? Because I, oh, I have. No, I have. It's absolutely beautiful. It's pretty They're crazy. absolutely beautiful. What's what's it, what's amazing are some of the chi- like I love a good like lacy chicken or like a what's 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 the bantam one the one that has like the outline on its feathers looking mm-hmm. chickens I just googled cool looking chickens and people really there are way more breeds of chicken than I thought there could be there's so many breeds of chicken you should look up the those giant chickens they have in what India is that where they are biggest jungle fowl chicken a- apparently most Chicken are descended directly from the Indian jungle fowl. Hmm. Jersey largest, giant chicken. The Jersey giant weighs in as the largest purebred chicken in the world. The males weigh in from 13 to 15 pounds with a height of 20 to 26 inches tall. That's a two foot chicken. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like that a, chicken is half of a small child. It's yeah, a chicken your yeah, small a child can take ride. on a toddler. Like, Oh my God! They lay a hundred sixty to two hundred eggs per year. Oh wait, but not all those become chickens. I was like, how do you? How, not all of become these chickens. Not taken over the world by now. Okay, I'm looking at an article about these Jersey chickens, and it has one of those things in it where I hate where people come up with these super convoluted, meaningless uh, explanations for things like this. <clears throat> If you're ha- like it just says, you know, they're trying to explain how big these Jersey chickens are, and it says basically, imagine if you covered Hagrid from Harry Potter in feathers and had him walking around your yard eating chicken feed instead of rock cakes. What and you the would know ex- fuck? And you would know exactly what it's like to live with one no, of these chickens. No, I wouldn't. Chicken- no, I <laughs> no. wouldn't. Because Hagrid not even- is like twenty of those chickens. First of all, at least. 
But, oh, Jesus Christ. Are they just saying, are they literally just saying that this is chicken is to other chickens what Hagrid would be to an ordinary human? Is that all they're trying to say with this? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> just like, I'm at this imagine that you tarred and feathered Hagrid and then <laughs> you got him Zaxby's and kept it in a dog kennel by your house. <laughs> And then, then you would notice, like, to own a two-foot-tall chicken. I feel like Hagrid is not the first Harry Potter-adjacent person that would get tarred and feathered. I mean... Oh, he might be. He's a half-giant who does magic. He's not allowed. Hmm. Sorry, don't let me spout lore on this podcast nah, yeah, again. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Let me stop. Make me stop. It's okay. <sighs> Dobby I, is a free elf. I what? think I'm going... I'm oh, just going to... I'm I'm just gonna to the moon this shit with 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 the true here. I'm just going to the moon. We're going. Okay, so what did you say? I forgot what you already said. What me? Yeah, what did you say, Gabe? What What are you guessing? True or I'm false? Saying true. I'm guessing true. Oh, I'm, I'm holding. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say true. I feel like they just wanted some nice looking cocks, and that's what they went for. The cocks have it. It's true. This yeah. is true. Okay, what was it for? Because I just can't imagine. It, cockfighting. Literally okay. cockfighting. And ceremonial purposes, which it's unclear what those were. So I'm Ooh, guessing like sacrifices I want, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think about the fact that they could be just sacrificed. There's also yeah. that. But no, chicken was not widely eaten until like the Hellenic period. So like the Greek, the Greeks. Yeah. I was going to say like 400 BC. I'd forgotten in another thing I listened to, they talked about how like for a long time, like in some, uh, African and South American, uh, religions, they kept chickens around to like sacrifice for things. Yeah. So I, no, I didn't like, think about there that were, anymore. There are like indigenous chickens in the South Americas that were used for tribal sacrifices. Interesting. In like Chile. Ch- I was about to say Chilean chicken, just like, I don't know why the, fr- but that has a nice alliteration to it. And now I want, I feel like just based off alliteration, you can sell things. So someone should start a Chilean chicken restaurant, and it doesn't even, like, like it, it, wouldn't it could be, be anything. A... Well, I mean, there is, like, a Peruvian chicken restaurant in Decatur. No, there's a, there's the, what's the name of it in Spanish? Give me a second. Pollo uh, Arvajado. Isn't that what that is? Isn't that Chilean chicken? I don't know what you mean by that. Pollo, a Chilean chicken dish? Pollo arvejado. It's a chicken dish. I used to make it. I'm going to look it up now. Pollo. You probably have an incredible... You probably like know a chicken dish from every like world like location. Pollo arvejado. Gali- yeah, Galician chicken from huh. Chile. Well, Galician... Well, it's not from... If it's Galician, it's from Spain. Yeah, but it's... Well, why do I think of it as Chile? Uh, it's probably, it just seems like it may be popular in Chile. I mean, I, Maybe, I haven't that's had what this I was thinking of. personally. Could be what I was thinking of. See, I went, this is the first time what I'm about to say has ever happened to me. I was going to a recipe for it to look at what the giant paragraph essay says before it, but this recipe happened. <laughs> You're the first person who wants to know. <laughs> yeah, the first person that ever looked for that part of it. I should make this next week. God. Anyway, we could do a listener fact. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's about yeah, that Yeah, let's time. do a listener fact. Uh, well, uh, well, here it is. It's, uh, Vero, and they said, V-E-R-O, and they said that, oh man, I don't know if I can pronounce this. One second. Let me put this in a, one of those things that tells you how to pronounce stuff. Pro- oh, if I look it up, up on, on the like answer to this. end up on like a run for this. the cube video. 
Well, okay, I'm going to try. Because if I look up, if I look it up, I'll, I would know the answer to the fact. Okay. It just says the word, and I'll paste this in the Discord. So you, gotta, you guys okay. can look at it. Okay. In case we want to do like the full, this word right here. Cal- oh, I don't know. Calipagus. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Like that. Is it, but is it a hard G? Like Calipagus? I think it's just. I, it's unclear. I would guess just because of the Y before it. I feel like we're in a GIF GIF situation, except this one does not seem to have as easy of an answer as GIF GIF does. Mm-hmm. Um, Calipagus. Okay, so the fact is that that word, Calipagus, means having a nice ass. I, you know why I believe this? Because it sounds like an ancient Greek name you're describing them as like that person and those were the horniest people that have ever lived so you think this was like originally a greek god calipagus not not even necessarily it could just be the thickest person in ancient greece okay so you think there was a person named calipagus that was super thick calliope or calypso there are are people calypso is an actual character in the odyssey put, put it this way there are people this day and age who are famous for their butt cheeks and if you use their name you could coin a similar term yeah, right? that's true. With like, I don't know, like the Kim Kardashian types. Of, you, you could absolutely coin a similar term. I think that this is the the famous butt person of ancient Greece. <laughs> the famous butt person of ancient Greece. I, what a phrase. I just don't think so. I, I, I don't buy this one. I'm going false. Like, you know, if this was the spelling bee, I would want to do the whole, like, can you use it in a sentence? Can you give me the country of origin? I think well, they Gabe, Gabe is guessing Greece. I do think it is Greece. Oh, do they? I guess this is not. Yeah, I guess they didn't. But I would. But but the structure looks very yeah. Greek to me. Oh well, I didn't check the. Okay, I I didn't check the slight summary. The slight summary says it's from the Greek words Kali, K A L L I, and Puge, P U G E. Those mm. feel fake. Those feel really. <laughs> fake. This feels fake. I think this is false. Is that in the description? Because then I'm gonna go false. That says slight summary background. It's those things. Yep, this is part of the fact that was given to us. Then, then I'm gonna go false. Yeah, I, I think it. Ha- I really only believe it as named after someone's a person's butt. I'm, I'm like not kidding about that. Yeah, I, these words feel. I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not a Greek scholar, mm-hmm. right? You could no. put, but like, these feel not. Cali the- feels too Greek, and Puge doesn't feel Greek enough. Yeah. Yeah. Puge just feels like. Like it, it, it seems like they put the work in, but it sounds constructed, you know. Mm. Yeah, and puge sounds more like a German word for a fart than <laughs> a Greek word. So, I think it would actually be like puge is the German word for, and then like a very esoteric description of something. Like puge <laughs> is the German word for uh, when someone farts at a very important moment during a meeting, and the boss smells it. That's what yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those yeah either that or it's a forty letter compound word where. One of the letters is supposed to be that funny-looking double S B that looks like a beta, but no one. Really or my uses favorite it German word, Beckfeifengeist. Beckfeifengeist. Is that that's my favorite? That's that's a good-sounding word. That's the German word that means someone who has a face that looks like it needs to be punched. Is it really? Yeah, it really is what it is. Yeah, and that's what they uh, named that Animals as Leaders song about. Newt Gingrich, the fa- the yeah. the great Beckfeifengeist. Yep. All right, I will now... So we all said false, right? Yeah. All right, let's see what it says. Oh, no, it's true. Well, Ooh. we've been owned. Wait, what's the name of the... Who, who submitted this? 
Uh, Vero. Vero, you may be the first one to get all of us with one. I of think these, that's true. So. And then they yeah. put they put the full spelling bee style adjective Calipagus pertaining to or having a finely developed buttocks, such as the quest for the. Cl- okay, I think it's a soft G because the in a sentence it says the quest for the Calipgian ideal. Calipgian. Mm, okay. So I think well, it's a soft G. I'm gonna have the robot voice tell me say the word to me so that I can see if it was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, say the word to me, beautiful robot voice. Where's the pronunciation? There it is. Cal. Okay, Calip. If it's I A N, it's Calipigian. Calipigian. So I think the just would be Calipigius. Which is when one of those birds that is all the time in cities pooping. I don't know. No, a Calipigian is the one that you find in California. Come on. Oh, yeah. It's when he's on a surfboard doing a cool. He's hanging a hundred because they could fly, so they hang in the air better. Well, wait. How many toes do pigeons have? I'm gonna look that up. Someone else do all the outro stuff. Three on the front. Do do you call the the back part of a pigeon the back claw? Is that a toe? Well, I'm gonna search how many toes a pigeon got. How many toes a pigeon got? This is a part of the... We're a show on the Pocket Podcast <laughs> wait, Network. Wait, wait, wait. I, I need to interrupt you, please. Okay. Uh, the first article that comes up when you search how many toes a pigeon got is from CNN. It says, pigeons could be losing their toes because of human hair. What? <laughs> what? That is a very wait, cable news tease. Is this like, if is I'm this like a, a turtles with the, with the beer rings situation? With the beer and soda rings? After the half hour, updates updates on the situation in Syria and pigeons could be losing their toes due to human, human hair. hair. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm just, this is such. I'm Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, really. This is like a yeah. Imagine Wolf Blitzer saying this like, uh, where to go? Uh, well, we found that toe mutilation on pigeons tends to increase with the density of hairdressers in an area. Well, so that's if you not go to so if we thing. go to this map, it says they say. They say that pigeons often seem to trip on hair and like what? Like break their toe what? or or wait, wait or or sometimes human hair will form a tourniquet like mass oh, around no. a pigeon's toe. Oh god. Oh, no. Anyway, oh, god. this is depressing. We should end our show now. I'm just oh, saying we're a part I could the pocket podcast network. I couldn't resist the ho- the headline, you know. Look out for your local pigeons, man. Go feed them, you know. Feed them, feed them well. You can find us and other shows on pocketpodcastnetwork.com. Shows like Sorted or Sorted. <laughs> that's that's the only show I can think of right now because I'm worried about pigeons. Cult classics. <laughs> I um Cult classics, yes. I'm worried about yeah, pigeons if you, too. You, now. If you want to hear uh, didn't you have to stop you had to stop yourself from a Harry Potter tangent earlier. So if for I, those I of did. you who were like no, who? please keep going. We do have or, a podcast for you fortunately. Or, yeah. Or who don't want to talk about Harry Potter itself, but stuff related to Harry Potter, really. Yeah, just, honestly, which is a category I fall into because I like the hypothetical, like what that could have been in that universe, except some of what exists I don't love. Yep. <sighs> our, uh, okay. our intro and outro music is Never Far by James Hunter USA, which is now going by the name New Weirdos. Um, You can find their stuff. Pretty much anywhere that uh, you get music, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's how music works, but you can do it for that. Yeah. If you dig into your great grandfather's crate of wax cylinders, 
you might find them in there. You might. It Okay. Well, not that one. I mean, if they're Anywhere on else. Deezer, then... <laughs> That's true. If they're on Deezer, they're probably at your local antique store yeah. in the 50-cent grab bag album bin, <laughs> which I do peruse every Sunday. The 50-cent black cylinder bin at, at I, every I do peruse. Shop. I do peruse one every Sunday. That's a fact about me. Listen, when there's an antique store next to the best grocery store in town... I know, exactly. It's hard to resist either one. Until next time... I'm Gabe. I'm J- Oh, no, I'm wait. John. We never do it like that. Wait. Oh, we my gosh. We never do. We never oh do. The pauses gosh. made me forget. I'm Look, so sorry. If you we, love we how good... We should probably plug our site uh, well, so I was gonna say, we can get more listener facts. If you love how good we just did our own outro, <laughs> yeah. you should review us on whatever site you use for your podcast. <laughs> Which is um, probably the Google one or the Apple one. Yeah. Or uh, Spotify. You know, subscribe to us if you use one of the ones that lets you subscribe. Uh, that Even always helps you, Which too. they all do. Even if you don't use spot, use Apple, it would be great if you could review us there because those carry a lot of weight. That's oh, true. yeah. That's also true. The like Apple app store for some reason. All right. And now, now we're going to make a real attempt to end our show for real. Yes. So... Until next time, I'm Chris. I'm John. I'm Gabe. Don't believe everything you hear. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.